we've cracked the code here on Better Buddies. Hello, and welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, it's John. Hello. And James. Hello. Our Better Buddies icebreaker this week, what technological advancement feels more like a downgrade? Uh, what? Elon Musk changing <laughs> Twitter's name. <laughs> Damn yes. you, James. The rebranding of Twitter. Yeah. X.com. PayPal wouldn't let him do it, but he finally got it done. Congrats, Elon. Can we talk about that? Like, I know we, we're probably going to talk about this. We can but talk like... about it, but I do want to put out there that the technological advancement I think was actually a downgrade was Facebook's acquisition of Instagram. Oh. I read a, I read some articles around that time, like, as they were implementing the changes, where somebody was like, yeah, I really liked Instagram before, but then they went and Facebookized it, so they had the hamburger sandwich menu button and, like, all the same buttons as Facebook. And it just became Facebook Lite, and I don't, I don't want this. That's not what I used Instagram for. Mm, interesting. That's interesting. That's a good sort of. Uh, that's one I wouldn't honestly immediately think of. Oh, um, I did just think of another one, and that's digital only video game consoles. Yes, I would agree with that honestly. It's a big fucking downgrade, especially considering I use my consoles as my DVD players. Well, well, I'd the good say news is he only need one of those that works. <laughs> True. But... I'd say, especially too, given just the, uh, I don't know, just given the way that that changed the industry, debatably for the worse. Where it's like, I know that it's not like video games were always printed to finish necessarily. Like there were always DLCs and updates, but um, just kind of the fact that, like, as video game consoles switch to that more digital model it just sort of it really seems like it hurts the industry to i don't know maybe you guys can speak better to this because you play them a little bit more regularly than i do but it seems like it would hurt the industry to just have it as sort of like uh i mean a constant stream you know rather than finished really just stuff. a revelation of the greed within the video game industry okay. because you look at a lot of, like, I mean, one of the early, earlier instances of DLC prior to downloads was on-disc DLC, which the idea was the DLC was already on the disc, but you had to pay to unlock it. Like, it wasn't an update you downloaded, it was, here's the DLC That's that came with the game. I did not know about that. Yep. That it did not last long. I, I only know this because uh, one of our friends in high school told me about it and named a Civ Five religion after it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine um, um, but then like you look at today and you've got the games where it's like they feel like they're unfinished or they have metric fuck tons of downloadables and pay to win pay to play pay to everything compare that to some of the smaller originally indie developers of Minecraft Minecraft has not asked me to pay another dollar since I bought it for $25 back in 2012. Yeah, but that don't make money, RJ. Oh, it don't make money? 
It don't make money. Yeah, tell that to the f- literal merch store I saw in a mall of Japan. Yeah, uh, this is true, but the store gets a cut of that, you know what I mean? No, I mean it was a dedicated Minecraft store. Yeah, like but doesn't the vendor... Oh, well, still, doesn't the vendor get a cut of that merchandise, know. you know what I mean? But still, like, Minecraft is not a... losing. Minecraft's not losing money. Like, and then, follow-up to that one, Stardew Valley, created by a single developer is still putting out releases despite it originally coming out in 20... I want to say 2016? Summer of 2016? Yeah, it's fairly old. Like, it's a pretty old game. He's working on his, like, second game, but he's come back and is putting out a 1.16 update to it with a little bit extra content. Again, no, not a DLC, no extra payments. The game is criminally cheap at $15. For the hundreds of hours you can get out of it. Like. And he's doing just fine. So it's. It's the. It's Sketch 22 of. The video game industry has a lot of. Issues already with overworking. Underpaying the people that work on video games. In addition to. Being trying to. Like getting way too greedy about monetization. And what can we get out of you. Yeah, I mean, I just think that hurts, like, creativity more because when you have to have something, like, it'd be, like, imagine if your teacher, like, for certain assignments in high school, like, even in college, if you had to do these things, like, in installments rather than, like, a finished piece. I just feel like it's, like, a, it is ultimately a lazy way. It's clearly, like, you're pointing out, like, profit-driven, but it also just ultimately hurts the industry as a whole because like it doesn't incentivize people to like create their best because they just know people people require like hard deadlines i truly believe like they they, this is something we all kind of need in some way to thrive like hence i don't know i mean nature sets hard deadlines for us you know so part of it is Part of it is the price point on video games is only now starting to shift. Uh, a AAA video game title has been $60 for the last how many years? And only now are we finally seeing some games hitting $70. So it's like, okay, it's been how much inflation and change and everything in the entire economic bubble and they haven't changed their price point in forever, so as time has gone on, they make they have to sell more or sell you on more DLC and things, because otherwise they're not making nearly as much as they used to. A game back in 2012 that you bought for $60 versus a game you bought today for $60 is going to have wildly different profit margins. This is a, this is a good point. Um... I do want to keep talking about this, but I also do want to plumb the depths of X. I'm not going to lie. Can oh, we yeah. discuss that? Yeah, we can. Because um, I think this has something even, and this is me trying to kind of tangentially a- a- attach these two, like it, there we is something. just gone and, for the transition, James. Now that we've talked about how we're trying to transition, it's not a good I know. transition. I know. This but, is a meta segue. 
in in like in ethics i think what i would like to pause like it fall off of? <laughs> hey hey uh he died how he lived ingeniously um, uh I I do think there's something almost like in a, in a in an ethics sense uh, related to the change of X versus like what we're talking about with video games here because it seems to be this like this like attachment to uh, an action that appears like novel but isn't like I I'm just confused more than anything because I don't understand why he would change this brand. Like, I don't understand so my ballpark why. estimation with no actual evidence of anything to back it up is my thought process. Twitter has gotten shit on. Facebook just tried to launch its own version of Twitter. We need to beat Facebook at its own game of the one-stop shop. Because X rebranding, he wants to take Twitter and make it your search engine and your money management and your shop and your everything. And your media and your videos and and your music. He wants it to be, he wants X to be everything. Anything you want to do on the internet, you could do it on X. But nobody fucking wants that. Nobody I, fucking I, wants that. I don't even. I fucking hate the Facebook shit that Facebook has done with to try and do that. Well, I do see. I do see to a degree. I guess now that you phrased it that way, is that really what he said? That he wants it to do. It's he wants like it to do everything. In the last two days, while I was on my run and not wearing my glasses. Okay, <laughs> I do. Incredible source. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's better than most of them. Okay, <laughs> I trust RJ more than most. Um, I I think I saw I, it through somebody's window on the TV as I was running without my glasses. As no, I was I stealing their TV. The <laughs> um. No, I, okay, I guess it makes sense because I think what a lot of these, like, social media people are intuiting is, I don't want to make any bold claims here, gentlemen, but I think the era of social media is winding down. Not as, it's not like, oh, it's going to go away forever. It's just the era of its intense usage. What do you mean? Expl- so, yeah, that sounds when, interesting. When social media was at its height, like you're saying, it's winding down. When social media was at its height, every social media platform had a reason. Twitter was the world, like, town square, gossip square, where you would tweet your mm-hmm. shit out, and it'd be the short, sweet, to the point. It'd be funny, it'd be thoughtful, it'd be... Po- but it, because it was short, you had to be pointed about it. You had to have a meaning behind it. Meanwhile, Facebook was more of that... Friend, small social circle. What are your friends doing? What do you want to tell your friends? What updates on your life do you need to give them? Where, where, where were you last weekend? Did you have a good vacation? Did you have a new kid? Like, the, the local family stuff. Instagram was, here's my photo album. Like, here's my digital photo albums. Check out what I'm doing. And if you like what I'm doing, I'll see what you're doing. Like, vacation spots and food and all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, frankly, you gotta throw, like, Snapchat in there, because mm-hmm. it's become one as well. Snapchat was just the one-to-one communication. And then, as time has gone on, 
you have the convergent evolution of they've all moved towards doing the same things. So Twitter's messages got longer and Facebook started like Snapchat has the public videos, which is frankly is pretty similar. Like having your story is similar enough to a TikTok or Mm -hmm. back in the day a vine. And then Facebook started having those, and I'm sure you can do that on Twitter or X or whatever it is now. Instagram got bought by Facebook, so it's part of Facebook, so it became a lot like Facebook. So, like, at this point, what's... There's no difference between the platforms, really, effectively. I mean, there's a little bit of difference between them because of what their, like, core is... But the effect they have on usage, I'd argue, just doesn't, it doesn't matter as much anymore. On top of, people are just kind of sick of it. Yeah, it never really seemed like it was about the features. Because, like, there's just a very different crowd on Twitter than there is on Facebook. And they're effectively, like, they're functionally the same platform with all the features they have. But the the audiences are very different for some reason. I was just going to say, like, I, I think that at this point, that's the only differentiating factor is is audience. Like, for me, Instagram is basically just Facebook. But for people around our age, like our generation, Twitter is sort of the, like, that's where, like, uh, that's where you get all the hyper. Millennial. Yeah, it's, like, very hyper millennial is what I would say. Um, it's almost hyper obsessive. It's like Twitter is honestly, in my opinion, I think I've said this before, so maybe it's not the hottest take, but Twitter is basically just 4chan with profile pictures. Like that's <laughs> that's really all it is. Like Did it you is... mean echo chamber? <laughs> no. <laughs> they should make that sound now whenever you walk into Twitter. I'm sorry. I mean X. You mean Er? Um, er. The office they took the they took the Twitter off the side of the building, but they don't own the building, so the cops had to like the building owner had to call the cops, and the cops came by and stopped them just as the they left the er up. So it's just er. <laughs> That's amazing. Also That's unverified, fantastic. but I fully believe it. Like I until I'd proven otherwise. Welcome to the Better to Buddies go. podcast, where we just spread hearsay. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> The Twitter account <laughs> at X is still, like, owned by someone else. They didn't buy it out before they made the brand change. So the Oof. Twitter account is still at Twitter. Um, the Again, allegedly, Facebook owns the right to use X as a branding thing in social media, while Microsoft has it for financial transactions. Um... It's not recognized as a trademark in Japan because there's a company called X Japan. Yeah. Um, oh, there was another thing. I can't remember what it was. But it's basically like they did this change having done zero prep work to make the change. Yeah, it just seems like such an incredibly rash decision. Like, if if I Musk think what it would take to... <laughs> right. <laughs> if I think what it would take to rebrand even my company which has, like, a frankly, a pretty small customer pool, um, it would not be easy. And well, <laughs> do something bra- like Twitter. Ugh. No, keep going. Yeah. Like, That's about the end of my point. But, like, how how do you ever get buy-in to do that? He must have, I don't know, it must have just been some big executive call. 
I'm just thinking too, because like brand isn't just like with a weak brand. Brand is yeah, just the name and the symbol. With a with a strong brand or a known brand, like it is like it's like your name. It's like changing your name. It's your whole identity in a in a certain number of characters and an and uh an icon it's like it's how it feels to use the app it's like this gets what into actually another is interesting on the thing. app you know there has been a shift in over the last like decade to two decades of brands have become less identifiable and less recognizable uh, yeah the meme no, don't turn me into an oversimplified logo. No, I've seen, I've seen that. <laughs> like yeah, they yeah, did yeah. studies, and it turns out like, like the only one of the few companies that actually had like a successful rebrand was Burger King. Like the way they redid their logo and iconography was recognizable enough because it's a burger that people are like, yes, we like this. This, in fact, well, continues to be a burger. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> well, their logo used to kind of be one, but it wasn't really. Yeah. And it became more burger-like. It's, it's, uh, it's hard because... Did, did you read anything about why people think that is occurring? Or... Um... Did it say why? It was mostly just a study to see if it had, like, how recognizability had changed. So it was just like, hey, we got this group of people. Here's the names of the brands. Which one do you, like, recognize by name alone? Okay, here's the, like, iconography without the name. Which ones do you recognize? Here's the font. Which fonts do you recognize? Like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. No real... I didn't read any, like, reason behind why my assumption and hearsay is... uh, They're all trying to be like each other. And be cool mm-hmm. and hip and trendy. And like Google changing every single one of its fucking app icons to be red, green, blue, yellow. Yeah, that was a fun time. It still isn't. <laughs> I always used to click on Google Drive when I was trying to open Google Maps. Good oh, times. For me, it's Google Maps and Google Fit because they are both round ah. and pointy. Uh, I didn't but- even know there was a Google Fit. The Google the Fit you know. is in the shape of a heart, and then the Google Maps is the, like, round location icon. Yeah. Here's a question. Here's maybe a question related to all this. Like, do we think, uh, do we think, like, text time in the spotlight is kind of over? Like, do we think um, that tech is, is going to stop, like... I feel like it's kind of tech itself as an industry has sort of been a celebrity for the past like 15 to 20 years. We'll say like, I think the honeymoon phase is over. Okay. We're married to it, but now we're starting to recognize like, Oh, we actually have to like figure out how to pay bills together and do taxes together and not murder each other. When we realized that the snoring stopped being cute three, uh, three years ago. Yeah. The graphic metaphor. <laughs> I've, it feels adequate. <laughs> it feels appropriate to me. <laughs> that's fair. That's 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 well said. Um, I think we really did fall in love with it, and it's not obviously it's not a bad thing um, at all. I think it's just like we really fell pretty hard for it because I 
unlike almost any other technology, it was able to make its own world within itself. You know, like there yeah. were tech, there was like a technology before, like cars or like, um, I don't know, like even television to a degree or something like that. But it was always sort of like an element of the pre existing world. Whereas recently, like ever since the introduction of the smartphone, it was like, it just made a world where it, like, you never had to leave. You never actually had to leave it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, like, I, I wonder if, if that phase of it is sort of slowly coming to a close. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I had plenty of days where I still walk around my house with, you know, watching my phone or whatever. So, I'm one to talk. Um, but I don't know. It feels like people are sort of, feels like there's been a, a subtle but seismic, what they would say, um, on, on the internet, uh, a vibe shift, uh, well, quite they... frankly. They stopped. They they got so big that selling users data wasn't enough. I call that yeah. the vibe. The point of the vibe shift. Very true. Very true. When everybody knows everything about everybody, information is useless. <laughs> well, but like that's how they were making money originally. Was they'd sell off your yeah. data, mm-hmm. and then. They grew bigger, but still needed to make money, and it's like, okay, well, we'll do advertising now. Okay, well, advertising's great. How else can we make money? Well, we'll restrict how many people see your post. And if you pay us money, we can boost your post so more people see it. And... Like, it's just all the little, like... And then, like, even with advertising, like, because of advertising and needing to get that advertising money, they had to sanitize the sites... And rain it, rain in the more extreme areas to make it all family friendly, which is then how you end up with the situation over on Reddit for uh, like a month ago, where so a uh, metric fuck ton of subreddits went dark because Reddit was like, "Oh, we uh we need to make money, so we're not letting third party apps use our API for free anymore," and. Mm-hmm. Also, we, uh, we're cracking down on anything that could, uh, have ad revenue. Okay, bye. Yeah, it's funny, because people pointed out that in doing that, they closed down a lot of these very smaller, more niche subreddits, but a lot of the large, like, a lot of, uh, for instance, like, porn subreddits, a lot of very, like, porn-focused subreddits were still allowed to operate, because they draw people to the website. Well, it's um, not even that they purposefully shut those ones down. It's those ones didn't go dark because it didn't matter to them. Like, they didn't have the... The, the reason the, the subreddits went dark was they were protesting by not having ad revenue. By oh, not, I By see. going dark, their subreddit would shut down. They wouldn't get visitors, thus no ad revenue from their subreddit. However, the porn subreddits didn't have advertising in the first place because the advertisers didn't want their ads in the porn area. Por- yeah. Why do you think there's no ads for goddamn Charmin on Pornhub? Like, there probably hey. should be, but... <laughs> Sounds pretty useful. <laughs> um, so then, like, when the subs did start coming back, like, the... Oh, was it GIFs? I think it was either... Yeah, I think it was, like, GIFs or one of the, like, picture subreddits. was like, fuck it. Uh, since we have to come back, we're just going to have a poll and our users decide what we do now. And they just became the um, 
Uh, what was who's the actor from um, Community? The psychologist, John. Oh, oh, oh John, um, John Oliver. Oliver. John Oliver. They became a John Oliver site, like subreddit that just any you could post pictures still, but it had to be pictures of John Oliver. Fascinating. Um, the D and D memes. If he had handed that. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the D and D meme subreddit <laughs> went to not safe for work only memes. Which then incited nice. a full-on, like, battle between the mods of the subreddit and the owners of Reddit because they didn't used to be not-safe-for-work-focused. And then they went to full not-safe-for-work-focused. And it's like, ah, no, you can't do that. Technically, under the rules and regulations, you can't just switch over without a prior history of being not-safe-for-work. How do you ever switch over? Huh? How do you ever switch over if you need you're a prior history if, if you're, in order to switch over? <laughs> if you, you either start that way or you never go there. You're right. Well, Especially but also, because it was very clearly like, we're doing this just to fuck with you and take your ad money. Yeah. Yeah, this That's is fair. The, <laughs> but this is, the, this is the problem, too, is like when, even if you're the owner of the site, like, one of the big rules of politics, I believe that truly exists is like any move you make is automatically viable for your opponent. So like if the owners are at Liberty, like status doesn't even really matter in that sense. Like if the owners are at Liberty to make these sudden decisions that affect a lot of people, then it is also like appropriate to say that any member of a subreddit is as well. Like regardless of the, regardless of the rules, the preexisting rules on the site itself, like, I would make the case that if the if the even if the owners or the quote unquote rulers make a move, like that almost overwrites any pre existing rules, and that makes like their move and uh, like an a possible move to make as well. If that makes any sense, I think that's yeah. very convoluted. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. Like I really resent that when like just because somebody like founded something or or they you know own it or whatever they get to make all these decisions and i get it like if it's certain things i understand but because it's clearly like profit driven well and, and if pretty, i remember correctly i think part of it was also that reddit wanted to go public as a company yep so they needed to show they had a revenue more a better revenue <sighs> income which is why they were going to start selling the api versus God just letting forbid. them use it for free holy shit dude so, yeah. Why? Uh, another major problem for like the smaller subreddits too is that um, a lot of like the auto mod bots were built on the API, and it's just like not yep. sustainable to continue doing that when you're charged like when you don't make money uh, on these auto mods, right? However much money, it was like a pretty high uh, dollar amount for a thousand requests, and a thousand requests is nothing in the world of an API. Oh my god. So yeah, like, and that was one of the other things too, like a lot of subreddits right now are working on their moderation because they lost all their auto mods. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... So that's the that's the turning point when the companies needed to make more money. I just say, I think that's so, like, I genuinely think what's good. I've said this uh, before, but what's... Correction. Wanted to make more money. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if they if they manage to do it. Um, 
yeah, like, uh, like I think what's going to happen on the internet, much like what's going to happen in real life, is people are going to move away from the major population centers, and they're going to start like building. They're they're either going to go to smaller sites that they know of, or they're going to start building their own elsewhere. And like these major sites will still exist, but they'll basically just be like they'll essentially be like WalMarts. They'll be like big WalMarts. They'll be like corporate shells where you'll go to like find like. Uh, highly curated content from various like companies or like individuals who are essentially sponsored by companies, but most organic content will or material will probably slowly vanish from those places because they're just trying to turn them into like profit centers. Yep. And at that point, you're just making money off of other people's work. Um, yeah. How do we? How do we feel? accounts that um, pages and whatever's that are just screenshots from other websites that's true like how do we how do we feel about this like i i you know i used to use reddit actually pretty frequently and i really enjoyed it i still do for for very specific subreddits but i don't use it like a whole lot very in depth um like how do you guys because i feel like 10 or 15 years ago, it was actually pretty, it was like kind of cool. It was like a really nice little slice of sort of genuine internet culture. Like, how do you guys feel kind of, and seeing other places on the web turn into this, like what, what are your guys's like opinions on it? How do you feel? Um, I don't know. For Reddit specifically, I don't feel like I use it enough to have an opinion. Okay. I feel, I, um, I feel yeah. like a lot of the Reddit places I use aren't going to be that affected. Like, because it's pretty niche stuff that I even use Reddit for in the first place. And the stuff I do use it for, it's not the end-all be-all of what I need. It's just a con- it's one more tool in my toolbox. Sorry, John, you were going to say? Um, I I didn't really have much else to say. I don't know how much I buy, like, a great diaspora of smaller sites being built up and people heading their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because Reddit has proven to be such a good tool for, like, founding sub-communities on. Like, you used to, in the days of old, you used to have independent forums for, like, everything that is currently a subreddit. And it's just, like... Why do that when you can have them all in the same place? I think that goes um, back to the icebreaker question of kind of a technological advancement that feels more of a downgrade. This one was an upgrade where, like, having all those separate forums was a lot of web pages you'd have to remember or accounts you'd have to remember. And to have Reddit come in and be like, hey, we're just the forum of forums. Cool. Yeah. It had all the, basically all the functionality. So, yeah. I, if anything, if like any small site like that is going to succeed, it's probably got to be officially tied to the subject matter. Like it, for a game or something, the developers are probably going to have to host a forum. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many people are interested in that, because that's a lot of work, especially if you have to moderate it. Which, honestly, me as a user, I'm not fucking interested in that. Like, I like the convenience of the subreddits all in one place. The 
I mean, Facebook used to be like this. Their page, their algorithm fucking sucks shit now. But Facebook, when it was, here's the pages I like. I get that stuff from those pages. I mean, hell, I'll, no, the... Reddit's algorithm isn't that much better anymore, but it's still better. I think that's fair. And I guess, like, my my diaspora theory is more of a, it's more of, like, a hope. Like, because I would say, it's like, this... a hope, not a guarantee. Yeah, I, that I know. People actually, go other places. I have stumbled onto a few small areas where, um, where these sites exist, where these forums have existed, and I can tell you that they are out there because I know if a few exist, I know that more must in some way. Um, but I, I know that obviously it takes a lot to build one. It's more just like it's like examples like this where like Reddit can sort of shut you down with impunity or according to the whims of sort of like a board of directors. And especially, especially if they go public, like that is going to change. That's going to change everything. Like that is going to, um, they're going to get more funding. Obviously they're going to get, there's a possibility that they, you know, really take off. But it also means that the site itself is going to be sort of like potentially fundamentally, I won't say reorganized because they won't want to lose their base, but they will begin to, I, I will bet money they will begin to change it like slowly yeah. but surely, um, which will kind of suck. Like, I understand are. that change is the nature of the game, but it's just like the it's it, it's kind of honestly it's like kind of what i would say is happening with hollywood right now where it's like I, I hate to be like cynical art student but i do after working with like business people i can tell you right now that most people in a higher up executive positions and you guys probably know this too but they don't see like they don't see like oh like cool places where people can hang out and talk like they see like diversified streams of revenue yep. like how, and how do we maximize if, this? If you show a business person a, a side arc full of people, he will see dollar signs. Yeah, absolutely. And like, they don't care about artistry. They don't care about community. They don't care. They care about these things if, for whatever reason, a lack of them or a deficiency results in lower like projections, like quarterlies. And but they care about them in their personal life. They they do. Yeah, to a degree, they do. Like to an extent, but like for most of these people, like. But their like, idea of community is hanging out on their yacht. Yeah, or it's like, or we're or, all going down know, to the golf course. Well, yeah, we're stereotyping guys. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not always like that, but they do. They aspire to that, or it is some form of like, yeah, I'm gonna go. Like you know, they they don't see their needs are very basic and their wants are very primal, which is why business is perfect for them because business is basically just the hyper advanced. Uh, hunt you know what i mean it's real all this is how much food can i get and maximize for the tribe in one day um and like uh, like they they don't think in more abstract sort of like uh like you know kind of how do i want to say this like abstract senses or feelings like it's a very like does this make more money how can i get this to make more money I don't care how it actually gets that way. Just make sure it gets there, you know, and like anything that like 
takes a detour from that route is is axed like without question so i just like seeing these places that do play host to creativity and fun like we already know we hollywood is basically going through its own 2008 recession right now because of that ethos like because they failed to understand the industry the very industry that they manage so like that's my that's my issue is like you put like a a whole industry of people like hundreds of thousands maybe millions of people a lot of people with jobs all across the world related to this industry in jeopardy because you don't understand what you're managing and at the end of the day you don't care and like a lot of pain and hurt could be avoided although maybe it shouldn't be maybe this is a lesson but it's like to see that happen with like other online communities because reddit is like one of the last major public places that you can go where you still get like a whiff of that old internet forum culture here and there and it's just like to see that completely cannibalized and like given the hollywood treatment would make me very sad um but i don't know in real time i know the revolution may not be televised, but the slow suicide of industry will be. Say <laughs> la vie, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. What really quick too? What do we? What does everybody think about the Hollywood stuff? Are you I, following it at all or no? More power to them. More power to the writers and the actors. Like fucking holy fucking! Sh- I like when I read the bit on IGN about, oh, yeah, one of the things the public, the studios wanted to do was take scans of background actors and be able to use those scans forever with no further compensation. Like, holy fucking shit. You don't want to make movies. You don't want to make live-action movies anymore. You just want to make animated films. You're going to scan all the actors you ever want, and once you have a big enough database, you will never need another actor again because you will have enough AI, you will have their models that you have scanned, you will have enough of use of their voice to make AI voice actors who say whatever you want them to say, and then you'll have AI script generators that generate the scripts you want, and you can make any movie on the planet, and you will never need another human. Except maybe to edit. <laughs> For now. For now. For now. Yeah, we're working on it. Don't worry. Um, like it just—it just, it just <laughs> blew my mind. Company like, will do away with that job too. Don't worry. Yeah. Can you imagine that. <laughs> that? Can you imagine Star Wars, but Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill were just CGI because of the bit parts they'd done in previous movies, like. They had really super minor acting roles before Star Wars, and then they got famous, and they became big stars. But if they they wouldn't have gotten paid for Star Wars because Mark Hamill happened to play a grocer, or not Mark Hamill, uh, Harrison Ford happened to play like a grocery bagger in a previous movie. Mm. I wonder if they could. Um, I wonder if they could do that for leading roles because it, it seemed from the snippet I heard from how you were talking about it rj um that it was mainly for just like background extras it was but it i see that as the first step particularly after seeing in the last year 
Uh, in Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, the entire intro sequence is set in World War II with a middle-aged Indiana Jones, so they digitally altered yeah. Harrison Ford's face to make him younger. And then in Rogue One, there's two different CGI ca- actors where Moff Tarkin is just CGI. It's just a computer-generated Moff Tarkin. And then at the end, Princess Leia has a had a Swedish actress with Leia's a digital Leia face put over top her. Mm. So like they can do it. They're just this doing is, it very selectively at the moment. This is one of the reasons why I think they've really been pushing this technology over the past like five to eight years. Uh especially when I was thinking of uh you talking about this RJ reminded me of when John Favreau was doing the press tour for the Lion King movie he made, the one that was like yeah. all CGI. He, in all the interviews I saw him, he did talk about the performances and directing and stuff like that. But what he talked about the most, what he talked about the most was the CGI, was like how realistic the CGI was, like how they worked to get certain shadows to fall a certain way, how they worked to get the hair to look, all this stuff. And like, at first it reads like, wow, he just, he's really proud of this. But then it's like, wait a minute. It honestly starts to feel less like a movie press tour and more of like a Steve Jobs-esque, like, we're showing off this new piece of technology and this is its, like, this whole movie is one extended demo sequence. And, like, we are showing you what we can do and this is just, like, a taste of, like, what we can do. So I think you're very right where it's, like, I think they are looking at basically trying to fully automate at least one section of like the movie industry and maybe i don't know like i don't know i agree with you but i think it's coming more from the studio side of it more like from the higher up in it because i know favreau like i saw some of the behind the stuff for the mandalorian and Mm -hmm. favreau was very clear of like hey here's how we did like the surround green screen and digital effects to be able to have the physical actors acting in the digital space and we got it from the lion king like, making The Lion King let us make The Mandalorian with all its live acting. That's uh, that's fair. And, I mean, to be so fair, like... like I, don't think Fa- I don't think Favreau himself is, like, gunning to replace all the actors with, an- with CGI. Because they also did no. an animatronic Grogu. Like, Baby Yoda was an animatronic. But I do think he did all that stuff. I was like, oh, this is so cool. We did this, this, and this. It was amazing. And then... Meanwhile, up the chain, they're rubbing their hands together going, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Further that's... Further uh, our I replacement that, technology. That's probably, like, way more accurate than I want it to be. No, I, I think you're right. And and Favreau would not have much of an incentive to automate things heavily because he's a director and directors need actors and crew and real locations. And we're not going to need directors soon either. No, I mean... I don't know. I, I have seen some AI stuff that honestly, I, I can see the appeal in it in terms of like auto generating stuff. But the, the, the problem is, is I, I would make the case that that's not Good. like it's, well, it's not art. Like it, it's, it's fundamentally not art. Like art doesn't even have to be a human being makes it, but art is like the actual conscious synthesis of of like materials pulled from one's own life experience combined with like usually usually like cultural 
referentials and symbols. That's the most like technical way I could put it. And like, like they, that what an AI is doing is not, it is, it is like by definition, not art because an AI lacks experience An AI doesn't have memory An AI doesn't have the ability to like through a subjective point of view, try to make its own perspective like uh, objectively understandable to some group of people or some group of other computers. Like right now, the AI we have are not like capable of doing that because they don't have personalities or the capability to record real memories and have these alter their experience of the world as far as I'm aware. So like, yeah, we can say it's like, I'd even hesitate to call them AI generated movies. They are literally just like, it's it's very crude maybe in a way it's almost like their equivalent of like cave painting at this point Mm -hmm. like if we want to chart their development but it's definitely not the robots rise up and take over society they will look back at these early ai films as we do the caves in france with the earliest cave paintings truly yes they'll they'll wander the halls of 20th century fox and and proclaim it was a temple to uh plastic surgery and (laughs) uh no, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, 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 because I don't want to discount AI stuff because I, I do believe it can be incredibly useful. And I do believe that there is like even a possibility that one day, if a true, and I mean a real and true artificial intelligence is created and it can make art, I think it could honestly make some really beautiful art. Like, I think it could make stuff yeah. that is really, really cool and of its own and unique. And I would never want to deny anything that potential or that experience but right now like they're literally just like they're like i I, it it is literally it's like you need a level of sentience and a self-awareness to create art that ai does not yet have well and compared to say pigs and elephants and corvids and like where where do they think this is going we can eventually just automate a movie studio we don't need executives anymore like you'll just be a giant computer where a studio used to be. Yeah, but somebody or like, has to own the computer, James. Yeah, well, but the, some some venture capital firm who has bought all of the data and the algorithm in the in the entertainment industry will fire all the executives. You'll just need one, per- and then you can automate venture capital. You could automate. You could automate the stock market. James, please stop selling me out of post scarcity society. <laughs> You you could like it like is that what they want and if that's what they want fine but do you have a plan for it because it doesn't seem it seems like your plan Please, is to they're like they're not gonna live long enough to see it they don't give a shit I know it's just like where does it go like this either goes somewhere unintentionally cool or like like totally completely horrific like I don't really see what what's the goal here like i don't understand you know but maybe it's not for me to understand who knows the goal is multi-billion dollar companies Mm -hmm. lost a couple hundred thousand on the stock market one time and we can never let that happen ever again ever at all times (laughs) they must always go higher james they can never never go down james <laughs> if uh, it ever dips, that means they failed, and we don't fail, James. <laughs> you're right. You're right. 
AI movie printer go burr. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Silly me. Burr. I just can't wait until it's all one big computer. I think that's going to be so cool. I think that's going to be... In the year 20XX, <laughs> California is just a giant computer. Uh, <laughs> Once upon a time, it had beautiful beaches, but those beaches were turned into sand and glass and silicon for the computer. <laughs> Giant cooling repositories for the computer. <laughs> Three years ago, the last survivors escaped California as the final metal plastic walls went up, housing it entirely in movie-generating computer. <laughs> this summer, in a movie made by computer, written by computer. <laughs> Please watch the movie made by friend computer. You will enjoy the movie made by friend computer. <laughs> written, produced, acted, starred in, story by, thought by, storyboarding by, sound by, friend computer. <laughs> Starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> the digital recreation of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Starring the AI Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson OS 42. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man it's gonna happen you know that right like Dwayne is not gonna want to ever let his star fade so he's gonna turn himself into an AI to try and keep I, acting I don't know about that I think he's got the hubris man I don't know if they have enough disc space Look, in the world for that ego RJ they certainly don't have enough for that forehead hey yo Hey, when you're bald, all of your head is forehead. <laughs> I'll put it this way. I think Vin Diesel is fine letting his career die with him. I don't think Dwayne is. Yeah, I think I think Dwayne... Dwayne's kind of like a perfect biological computer, sort of. I would like to sit, sit down and have Don't a conversation with he him. Takes. He's on something. Hey, he's trying, you know. He's just trying to look fit. He's trying Chuck to look fit, fit, and he's bigger, bulkier, and thicker than he was when he wrestled. I, I don't know, man. This is true. This Unless is, he literally just works out that much, and somehow mag has a magic pixie dust of muscle additive, like... He is, he is, powder, bro. He is very much the uh, the Machamp to Joe Rogan's uh, Machop. Machop, I would say, yeah. He's the Machamp to Vin Diesel's human. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, at least Vin Diesel. I can't even say. I don't even know if I've seen a movie with Vin Diesel in it, to be honest. Wait, for real? Yeah. Dude, you gotta go I've watch seen, The Pacifier. I've seen a bit of The Pacifier, but not oh, a whole lot. Go watch lot. the whole thing. It's great. Is it actually? It's pretty good. Like, to be fair, I got a little bit of nostalgia vision on it, and it's got a couple of... It's got a little bit of that masculinity, like, joke running through it that doesn't fly quite as well today. Because, like, the super buff, like, man's man gym coach that uh, Vin Diesel humiliates, he really just wants to be an actor, and he ends up in their production of the song Sound of Music, but he's playing one of the nuns, and it's kind of supposed to be that, like... Oh, haha, ha, it's funny he's dressed as a nun. 
and is singing. I see. But it, it's really, like, the funny of it really comes from the fact that, like, in the shot, when they focus in to show you, like, oh, look, he's in the musical as a nun, he's, like, pushing the other nuns out of the way to get to the front. <laughs> okay, so it's a little, it's a little of its time. That's it's uh, definitely of its That's... time, but it's still pretty good. Okay. Definitely better than the remake. Oh, yeah. Which they, they so with Jackie with Chan. Jackie Chan, yeah. Oh, that's why I was confused. It's like I thought that movie starred Jackie Chan. Nope, it, that one's the remake. And frankly, the Vin Diesel one is—if I recall correctly—like Jackie Chan ends up using some of his spy shit to like help him with the domestic stuff, and Vin Diesel just does the domestic stuff. It's cute. Oh. Well, that was a good icebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the man. rest of the episode. An hour later, <laughs> the future's crazy. <laughs> In the future, the East Coast is just one giant stock market, and the West Coast is a giant computer that makes movies. What's in the middle? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Wasteland. <laughs> Welcome to my crazy America, <laughs> where the Mississippi River stretches from coast to coast. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> Oh my god, Welcome yeah. to Global Warming, kids. Global the year simulator. 2034. <laughs> the year 2013. What? <laughs> we have oh, flying man. cars and uh, lots of carbon emissions. <laughs> and androids. <laughs> oh, take me back. What a simpler time in 2013. God... Was it? Was it I've, I've been pondering. <laughs> this might be another tangent, but I've been pondering that lately. Was it actually a simpler time, no. or were we just kids? We were not just really. Kids. No, <laughs> I prefer. I, I mean, my my go to year is always going to be, for obvious reasons, two thousand seven. But I think the simplest time is probably about thirteen hundred. <laughs> and I don't feel the need to explain myself. <laughs> What's that... the perfect date, RJ? Yeah, what is the perfect date? Everyone, what's the perfect date? R- rattle off. Um, <laughs> what's what's the quote like? April. April. Oh, it's it's like April seventeenth because it's not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Yeah. Dang. That's my answer. Um, my answer uh, is the Yuletide celebrations in about twelve hundred. Fuck, I was going to say 1218. I was just going to say the year 1218. Damn. Some, something about that just registers is very... Uh... No, I think I think the Magna Carta was really like the peak of human humanity. Magna Carta was yeah. pretty good. When was that, like a thousand or something? Like it was 10... like, I think it was 1206. 1206. But let me Google it. I mean, Magna Carta, printing press... Honest... Honestly, the 800s. 1215. Nice. There we go. Okay. All right. Honestly, so, yeah. Go back to the 800s, man. Like, I was going to say. to be alive. Yeah, the 800s sound kind of simple. You know what I mean? That sounds like. That, that sounds like, you know, like, man, you probably didn't have to worry about a whole lot, save for the basic stuff. You know what I mean? I was just kind of hanging out. For disease and plague. 
and yeah. famine. You, cut, you catch yeah. the plague, you eat a child yeah. because of the famine, and you but, work in the field for 16 hours. I mean, But you don't have to deal with Elon renaming your favorite social media website. Favorite? You don't okay. have to deal with well. your air conditioning not being good enough in the 90 degree weather. Yeah. yeah. I I mean at the very least their their needs and concerns were were simple straightforward you know those people lived was it horrific at times absolutely but you know our time is horrific too so I guess take your pick I suppose it's horrific on like a on like a I don't know do we live it. in a horrific time James yeah I kind of honestly say so to a degree I'm fucking on that. I, I mean, yeah, we're not like, well, we did just have a plague. We literally just um, had a plague, James. Yeah, so I'm just and saying. At the like, beginning of that, near the beginning of that plague, Australia was on fire. Yeah. And the tension between Russia and Ukraine was starting. I thought you were arguing that this wasn't a horrific time. I, I agree. I thought that's um, what you were trying to that say. That was a couple <laughs> years ago. We're past that. <laughs> are we? Oh, are we? Ukraine, the Ukraine thing is still thing. happening. I don't know. We're. I mean, we're <laughs> literally Australia watching. I don't think so. No, uh, but Canada was. Most of our Canada country is blanketed in smoke. I care. It's been affecting my quality of life. God bless it. And tell Justin to get his shit together up there. Uh, what happened to Justin Trudeau? Is he still, still in prime office? Minister, I thought. Yeah, he's hanging out. He's you know. <laughs> He, I like he, how he stopped he being relevant about like three years ago. Well, I think he stopped being relevant because a bunch of photos of him in like blackface came out. So oh, I shit, think they kind of had to stop. Yeah, I think they he kind of had to stop being in the limelight for a little bit. Also, his like Corona palsies weren't like super popular with a lot of people in this country. So he also has had to kind of backpedal just a teensy bit. He's made some controversial moves whilst in office. He has. I'm sure he's done some good stuff, though. I'm sure. I'm sure Justin is still speaking. Everyone does be yeah. bopping around. Yeah. Yes, sir. They should just clone Trudeau like four or five times, and Why? they can have like because they could have a Canadian a boy band. quartet. Yeah, like a like a like a Jonas Brothers or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> what the Justin yeah. Brothers? The Justin Brothers, the Trudeau Trio, you know what I mean? The We'd Trudeau have to trio, think of something. But there's five of them. Yeah, but there's five of them. <laughs> you just rotate them out. That's yeah. the full name of the uh, group, the Trudeau Trio, but there's five no, no, of no, them. No, no, they have the three that sing, the one that does the press tours, and then the one that does all the drugs and sex and everything that would destroy their other bodies. I like it's that. Stunt double. They're clearly a I hive see. mind. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. I, I kind of dig that. Oh, dude. No, no, it's an untapped market here. What? Human cloning, but we clone actors so that they just have a stunt double. That there's clone. That's their clone, you know? Oh, but John, the, they already have, like, CGI clones. Like, uh, they're, they're already making computer again. movies. <laughs> so how do we do, how do we remedy this? Is this part, is the Justin Trio, is the Trudeau Trio part of our 20XX apocalypse with the California computer? No, I think just Trudeau Trio is real. I think they're just uh, <laughs> they're they're a, they're a literal. They're they're, they're literally a like, band. like yeah, yeah. Like how some people are they're like a oh my C-pop god pop band. Oh, sorry. oh god, C pop. Oh no, Canadian pop. 
<laughs> oh my god. Which is really just nineties pop. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's really just isn't Justin Tim am I wrong? No, Justin Timberlake isn't Canadian, is he? He I should be know. with a name like that. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Hi, I'm Justin Timberlake. Oh, what? Yeah, well, I guess what's a Canadian accent? Basically, just a Wisconsin. Hey there, accent. I'm uh, I'm Justin Timberlake. I'm uh, oh, here to yeah. represent my country. We're yeah, uh, all we're gonna cool. be uh, bringing some some uh, some donuts down. I got some uh, <laughs> got some coffee. Oh, I'm so sorry. I got a moose in the sorry. trailer, but don't go too close. He's a biter. <laughs> yes, Justin. Justin, hey, speak with hey, your uh, real voice. Hey, I tell you what, we uh. It's getting to be about hunting season, so I'm gonna have to take off from this uh from this interview early. I gotta go out to hunting lodge by eight p.m. so I can be up at three a.m. to shoot some deer. Oh man, Justin, you're the so man of the people. He's so rugged. Justin, hey, I tell how you, you what, do you I, uh, the manservant who holds my gun, he's gonna be great. Oh my goodness, Justin, 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 do you pull the trigger? Oh, every time he just holds the gun. <laughs> I right, like to. I like to have that feeling. <laughs> I also try and get as close to the deer as I can. Just watch the light drain from their eyes. Oh my god, that's incredibly dark, Justin. That's that doesn't sound very you marketable. Have to quite this, frankly. You have to accept the life that you're taking and recognize what you have done to the world and the ecosystem, and take the the life force of the deer into yourself so that it may live on through you. That sounds like you eat its heart, Justin. No, no, like only it. after you carve it up. Are we pizza-gating this deer? You saved the Are heart we... for the dog. Hey, John, let's let's talk about that. <laughs> hey, did someone mention pizza? I'm not supposed to talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> they shot a deer in the middle of a pizza place in the middle of the Canadian wilderness. <laughs> they said there was a basement. Federal authorities checked there was no basement. Okay, but that's a we're, we got to wrap up here. But that's a situation I would pay. I would love to see in like a movie about a dumb famous person. Like, mm-hmm. um, like I could see Andy Samberg playing that character. But like, the guy wants to go hunting, but he's in the middle of like a midwestern mall. So they just release like a couple deer into the mall, and he's sitting up on the second floor of the mall with a gun. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> like they cleared out all the people. Three. They've cleared out all the Got people. <laughs> Gotta put that out there. They cleared out all the yeah. people. Uh no, I like that. I like uh I can see that. That could be really fun. About like a rich guy who's got like too much time on his hands. Yeah. That's what he does. Like he buys the mall because he wants to he just thinks it'd be fun to go hunting in the mall. How about how about this? How about Paul Blart three? Paul Blart discovers that Pizzagate was real. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I can do that, James. How would you even? That's the first movie the AIs are gonna make. <laughs> if, okay, if if computer that used to be California makes that movie, I'll shut up. <laughs> like, I would say anything. The computer formerly known as California. Yeah, the computer <laughs> as California. Thanks, Paul Part Three. You, you, you're <laughs> sitting in the theater, and a little kid says, "Hey, didn't didn't that used to be California?" And words just appear on the screen of "Don't ne- don't mention that name." Don't mention that name. Shut up. Stop dead naming the computer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bob Lawrence had a couple of ups and downs in his life, but when he decides to take a stop at a pizza place, his <laughs> oh life God. gets turned upside down. Uh, that was pretty good, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we need to add to this before we go Sounds stir crazy. Good. I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna book bookmark Paul Blart three. I'm going to work on a pitch for the next time we're together. So don't oh, worry. Uh, I want to know exactly right. how Paul Blart three saves the children from Pizzagate. <laughs> oh, it's too late for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's a revenge story. God, you'd make the way you said that with total dispassion. You'd make a perfect <laughs> Hollywood executive. <laughs> oh, it's too late for those oh kids. <laughs> Their uh, faces are already being worn by politicians. Oh. Um, All right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to end on that note. Wow, Chuck Schumer looks so young and vital. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Let's. Thank you both for joining. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you to the band Problem Problem of Interest for letting us use the song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off Yesterday. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please make sure you're giving us reviews and likes and downloads and sharing the episodes out. You can share the episodes on social media. Our Facebook is Better Buddies, where we have our Meme Mondays. Our Twitter, or sorry, our X account is at better budcast use the hashtag better buddies when you tweet about the show and our gmail account is better at gmail.com you can send us fan art hate art fan mail hate mail declarations of love and or war icebreakers you want us to answer or questions you need advice on and last but not least be a better buddy Shall we start the show? Let's do it. All right. All right. All right. All right. I, uh, fuck. Forgot. Let me fix the show notes. Yeah. Where are the show notes? Copy. Uh, about 20 seconds. <laughs> it's okay. The beautiful thing of not using any of the notes in basically the last three episodes. I just have to fix the icebreaker. Gosh darn it. Boom. There's the show notes. Nice. Did I break this? Uh, no. I might have broke this. Starting the show in three, two, one.